Broadcasting live from NBC Sports Studios in the heart of the Wells Fargo Center. Welcome to 4th and John, episode number 97. Boys and girls, football is in the air in the city of brotherly love. We are deep in the training camp at this point. Open practice for the Eagles fans happened this Sunday. And as we speak right now and sit in the Wells Fargo Center, we are less than 48 hours away from Eagles football returning to Lincoln Financial Field for the first preseason game of the year against the Tennessee Titans. And by the time you download this episode on iTunes, and we please encourage you to rate, subscribe, and review, we're going to be just over 30 days until the home opener against the Washington Redskins. It's an exciting time right now. I am pumped up. I know the rest of my guys are here, too. We got a lot to discuss today, including open practice, uh, reactions from that, the preseason, what we're specifically going to be looking at during the preseason game, specific players, all right? Uh, We're going to be talking about Gail and I attended training camp on Thursday, some observations from the NovaCare Complex. But, of course, as always, I want to turn it over. To my man, my, my, yeah, my main man, Mr. Gail Saunders, Eagle Sessions on Twitter. How are you this evening? I'm doing great, man. We got a little taste of yes. practice. You know, the smell of the grass, mm. you know, the, the players out there on the field. I thought Thursday was a, a great starter. Like, that, that was for, for me, that was the first opportunity to get to look at these guys up close and personal. I mean, the first thing I tried to do when I got to camp was, where's Jimmy Kemsky at? Because <laughs> <laughs> I got questions. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, just, just got my spot on the field, and I, you know, just surveying everything. Uh, I mean, there's so many, so many players to look at, um, but I know you, you were excited. I, I couldn't find you. you were all over the place, right? Well, it was so interesting, and it was so typical of Gail and I when we went to training camp on Thursday. And shout out to my man Classic Jeff for hooking us up with that experience. It was like a season ticket holder event experience that we, that we were able to attend. But it was classic Gail and Erock, right? So Gail is posted up on the sideline, never moved. I knew exactly where to find him. He was sitting there mentally taking notes. You couldn't take out your phones, right? They didn't want anybody videotaping or photographing or anything like that. High security, tight security. But uh, he was sitting there taking all those mental notes in the back of the end zone, watching the red zone drills. And me, I was watching practice, but I was also, like, you know, doing my thing, which is going and hobnobbing and, you know, going to the different schmoozing. Yeah, I was schmoozing, you know what I mean? Because you try to – I got a lot of friends in the business, and you try to get – you know, you try to – to, to extract some information from them that maybe they're not necessarily sharing on social media or articles that they're re- writing. And we're certainly going to get into that. Yeah. I got some juicy gems. Yeah. Mr. Hollywood Hearn. Yeah. Evan he- now, first, full disclosure, I'm having a proud dad moment right now. Because <laughs> Hearn, yeah, Hearn walks into the office, clean shaven, polo shirt, got himself a haircut. Barbecue Look at, Looking good, dude. I, I, I'm proud of you, man. I'm having a proud dad moment right now. I appreciate How are you doing it. This I'm doing it's pretty a... well. I mean, you look pretty good from the closet you crawled out from. Oh, hey. oh, look at him now. Look at him now. <laughs> he finds himself a good outfit, and now he just wants to start talking trash. I'm doing well, though, man. I'm, <laughs> doing, I'm doing well. Uh, it's exciting that you guys got to get down there for uh, training camp. I can't wait to hear what little tidbits you got from that. I'm really looking forward to this preseason game, and it's just like – the thought that I had driving here today is just, you know how quickly, like it feels like we wait forever for the football season to get here, and then yeah. once it gets here, it just flies. And so I I, I'm just soaking it in right now. I'm soaking in these moments and um, you know, getting prepared for the season, but I'm, I'm not trying to rush things right now. Even though I want to get to game one, I know it's going to go as soon as, as soon as it starts. So 
That, yeah. is, that, is so, that is so typical because I'm the biggest hypocrite when it comes to preseason games because I'm all excited, right? Mm-hmm. I get in there, I'm like, Eagles football is back. Oh, my God, this is going to be great. You know, we get, we get to taste it. I'm going to watch every single second of it. And then by, like, halftime of the first game, I'm like, yeah. I am sick of this. Yeah. Can, we just, can we just get to the real stuff? And then in September, yeah. I'm like, man, can you imagine this? We've got 17 weeks of regular season football. We're going to be going all the way to February with this thing, mm-hmm. ending in the Super Bowl. And literally by week 12, 13, I feel like I blinked. Yeah. yeah. And it's over. It feels like no, no time had passed at all. I, so love, it, I love me some preseason, though. I'm, in the, I'm yeah. the guy in the fourth quarter like, yeah, put him in. Put him in. Yeah. Get him some reps. Like, Clayton Thorson, let's I'm, go. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. <laughs> Is it Tebow time yet? Let's go. Let's put yeah. in Tebow. Put in Tebow. But before we look ahead to the preseason game upcoming this Thursday, I want to take a quick look back. All right, at the training camp uh, that you and I attended on Thursday, and wanted to specifically you, Gail. I want to take, I want to hear some of the notes that you took on players that you saw and were paying attention to. Uh, one guy that stood out to me was Sidney Jones, a guy who's been making plays, uh, picking off passes. I think a lot of people, you know, have slept on him. And mm. I've, I've talked about the Sidney Jones season, and I mm-hmm. think he's got a pot- uh, some potential to start. Uh, I think he's got the ability. I think. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of hype has been around uh, Russell Douglas, who also, you know, you know, he looked great at great at practice, making plays. He's yoked up. Uh, that that he is puts very, weight on. It's very true. Uh, he's looking he's looking real deal. He's looking the part. Um, but the other guy I was so interested in hearing about was Miles Sanders, mm. guy who looked great out there on the field. You know, at the end of practice, he did get uh, nicked up, hurt his foot or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was it was it was a real deal moment where everyone like was quiet. You know, even Howard Roseman got out on the field oh. was sur- surveying things. They it's took not good him, when Howard gets out they there. They took him in the locker room. He came back out. He sat down for a minute. And then after practice, went to the jugs machine. So he was getting those reps. So people weren't that um, upset. But people all over Twitter were like, what's going on? Is he dead? You know, like, <laughs> well, but, you know, look, listen, after all the injuries Eagles fans had to suffer through last year, it, it's only appropriate that now they, you know, you go into, you had that like hesitant optimism, but you're like, you know, every anytime anybody goes down, anytime anybody gets injured, anybody goes down, and there's a trainer next to them, like you, like your heart skips a beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, so you start to get nervous. You handshake a little. And bit. talking about a player that went down that was getting a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of hype. You know, Kemsky, one guy who's like, yeah, Kamu is looking phenomenal. The one guy that's not being spoken enough about was Kamu, and then the next day he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. But I, I think uh, you know. He's been in the system for three years. This is his break, kind of like his breakout season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going to be a free agent, and kind of like this is a, a period in time where the Eagles sign players to future deals. Right. Yeah. Like it was the perfect moment, but obviously he's he's coming back. He's not going to be out for the season. So right. no, he definitely it, it, it's a grade three MCL stare, uh, MCL tear. Or you know, tear yeah. right. So at most, people are saying, people the experts are saying, at most three months. Right. So we're going to see him again. And I don't think Camus has got any worries about, listen, when you're entering in a contract year, of course you're playing to your full capability. Of course you're putting a little bit more on the gas mm-hmm. and you're trying to make your impression because you're trying to get your bag. But you know, you know how the Eagles roll. Like if you show that potential, they're going to sign you. So even if Camus misses the first couple months of the season – I'm still confident that he's going to be an Eagle long term. For sure, yeah. he's got a great opportunity. Uh, another guy who's showing showing out is Andre Dillard. Yeah, uh, a love guy, to you hear know, it. a guy that's got great movement skills. Uh, he sh- he's he's showing out. You know, he's not just he's not playing well just against the back end of 
back in roster guys, but like guys like Brandon Graham, like he's showing out. You know, the one thing about him, you know, he's got to develop that that functional strength. Mm. You know, he he's younger. He's he's not as heavy as he's gonna get. Uh, so I feel like you know his hand placement. Is, is improved. They've talked about his hand placement looking well. I thought that was thing, one thing out of college. I'm like, you know, he's, he's going to have to work on that. But he, he's got Stoutland there. He's, he's in a perfect incubator system between, you know, Jason Peters mm-hmm. and, and Stoutland in, in this front line, this offensive group to really just soak it all in. So you think he's ready to start when he'd be? Oh, he, he, could, he, he could play. Yeah. And, and, and any, anytime you have a rookie, you look at them and you, you can tell they need at least a year and like a – professional weight training you know what i mean they're going to tack on that weight. they're going to get in there with mm-hmm. the trainers and they're going to they're going to put a plan, plan in pay, place and really kind of as gail would say yoke up yeah all yoked. right speaking of yoke yoked up, up yoked up i'm sorry yoked up speaking yes. of being yoked up did you see that picture of lane johnson that he posted oh my goodness gracious abs on abs. in the world lineman with abs yes. hashtag lineman with abs this is a thing now it's the real deal that's Dude, a mountain of a man that's, that's a new age lineman but I mean, people forget he's an athlete, though. Yo, Lane better, you know, with a yeah, flex. I don't, I don't think Jason Peters got that six pack. No, <laughs> Jason Kelsey ain't got that. The only six pack Jason Kelsey's got is the one on the on the art museum steps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Laying f bombs during the Super Bowl parade. But yo, Lane better be careful with a flex that hard, dude. He is asking for another drug test <laughs> more really? than anything. Uh, I'm going to tell you uh, a couple players that I really honed in on, and Gail, you already touched on them, because when I take a look at training camp, when I take a look at preseason, when I take a look at practice, I like to take a very micro approach to Mm -hmm. it, okay? Because I'd rather know a lot about a few guys rather than a little bit about everybody. That way I can definitely hone in and really get a feel for an individual. Right. And then, as I do when I'm at training camp, I go around all the beat, you know, writers and all the people in the Eagles personnel and shake hands and... Smile and then start to pick their brains a little bit. I too, every snap was looking at Sidney Jones. Just I don't even care where the play went. I didn't mm-hmm. look at the offensive line or defense. I was just honed in on Sidney Jones. And what I can tell you is that Carson Wentz against the first team, right? Carson Wentz tried him once, and he broke up the pass. Carson Wentz probably looked at his direct in direct in his direction as the primary read. I don't know, maybe five or six times. And then looked elsewhere. Was he glued to his receivers? He's glued to his receivers. And it was it was so impressive to see him because we've talked about it here on this podcast that, like, look, Sidney Jones needs to have a breakout year. He needs to be the breakout year guy because in this defensive secondary, we got a lot of guys, mm-hmm. but quantity doesn't always equal quality. 100%. So I asked one of the guys inside the NovaCare complex specifically about Sidney. I'm like, yo, people have been raving about this dude. I'm watching him on the practice field. He is locking down receivers right now. He's breaking up passes. Carson's looking in his direction and then forcing the ball elsewhere because he doesn't want to throw to Sidney's side. Hmm. What can you tell me about Sidney Jones? And he said not only is Sidney Jones' body right for the first time this year, but his mind right. His mind is right also. So for his the mind, first time in his career, you for, mean? For his first time in his professional career. Right. Because if you think about it, right, on his pro day there in Washington, he ruptures the Achilles. He's supposed to be, at the very least, the top 15 pick, and now he's going to slide down the draft board. That's weighing on your mind, let mm-hmm. alone your body. And then in your rookie season, you go out, you play a game against the Dallas Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. But you're sitting, you're, you're sitting there in, in the meeting rooms all the time taking mental reps instead of actual physical reps. When you get that out there on the field – 
Look, I don't care who you are or what injury you have or what position you play. That's that's lingering in the back of your head, right? That's yeah. lingering in the back of your head. So you're in your own mind at that point. Mm-hmm. They he admitted they rushed him back from the hamstring thing. He wasn't he wasn't completely right when he when he came back last yeah. year and kind of that that got his hamstring all tweaked up again. So for the first time, Sydney's mind and his body is right, and everything that the beat reporters are reporting on, everything that everybody's writing, and everything that everybody's saying on the timeline is 100% true. Sidney Jones is having a, a phenomenal camp and very well could be that breakout player on the defense. Go ahead. So, so I, I want to know your guys' opinion on this. How do we treat him during the preseason then? So are we, are we giving him, like, gung-ho in all the preseason games where we're playing him, like, yeah. all four quarters? Or, you're, like, not, you're not playing anybody all four quarters. You're, you're letting him loose, though. You're letting him uh, loose. Okay. Yeah. He'll, got, be, he'll, be, he'll, he'll be starting on the outside. That, that's what I'm saying. Because you want, you want to get up to game speed, but you also want to, you, you know, you don't want a, a guy that's been out for multiple years, oh, multiple he's months. Ready, he's ready. All right. And, right. and while Gail and I might have different methods to observing training camp or observing preseason, we were looking at the same two guys, man. Yeah. Andre Dillard. I watched every offensive snap that he took, and the dude never got beat. Never even got close to being beat. In a variety of moves against a variety of defensive ends. So once again, I had to go to somebody in the Eagles. I said, tell me about Dillard. Because I'm hearing great things about that. I'm seeing great things about this guy. Tell, tell me a little bit about Dillard. And these were his exact words. The veterans have been testing him, and they're realizing now that they can't get past him. This dude is a sliding – I'm saying this word for word. This dude is a sliding glass door. He slides side to side, and no matter where you are, you see your reflection in his helmet. Wow. Dudes can't get past him. Yeah. I mean, that, in, 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 uh, at the – combine that was the one thing that everyone was freaking out about was his movement skills and they're showing up now I mean you're talking about it right now yeah yeah and it it is it was phenomenal to see I wish everybody could experience Mm. training camp the way that they do it at the Novacare complex you were on the side we were on the sidelines it was intimate you were right there I really hope that I've could have like they could played some like violin violin music in the back. It was just like oh, I, I heard Deshaun Jackson had a little problem with the music the other day. Oh yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Not, not a big fan of the classics. Yeah. Not a big no, Grateful Dead fan. Yeah, exactly. Which listen, I'm not knocking the Grateful Dead, but when the boys are out there playing, yeah, what, what? you play what the boys want to hear. Right. Yeah. Whatever gets them, we, gets we them talked about up. this during the season. What's that? When they're oh, playing the yeah. songs, and I'm like, bro, they're not listening to that. Yeah. What they play. Yo, Gail will sit next to me during the games, and he <laughs> will get. I'll, they'll play a song. Some Led Zeppelin. When it's third down, and he'll just turn to me and give me the Gail look. You know what the Gail look oh, is? I know Facebook exactly Live is going to appreciate this. That's the Gail look, just shaking his head because they're playing like yeah, Led Zeppelin or Crazy Train or some right. Guns and Roses I can song. I listen to some Led Zeppelin. It's just there's a time and place. Exactly, a, I understand. You know, yeah, it's, it's awareness. Yo, but when they're playing the right music, what are they doing? Dancing, man. Bouncing around, dude. They're getting they got energy. They are getting absolutely amped up. I sincerely hope that the Eagles, like, listen, I know it was only one open practice. And yeah. w- while I was there, I was explaining some reasons as to why it was open, one, only one open practice. And a lot of it made sense. A lot of it was unfortunate. But they're certainly going to go back and they're going to revisit this next year 
and try to figure something out. Something that I would like to see, in all honesty, is that, hey, listen, if you're going to have this donation thing towards the Eagles Autism Challenge, and the Eagles raised close to half a million dollars yeah. Yeah. on Sunday for yep. Eagles auto, you know, the Eagles Great Autism. Calls. It's unbelievable it's the attendance that they get at those practices. Like yeah. how, how they're pulling like double what the Phillies are getting at their regular season games. They're but, getting but at it, an Eagles it, practice. It, listen, not, it's, to, it's a football not, city, man. not to knock the Phillies. <laughs> It's a football town. Yeah. It just is. Mm-hmm. It's a football town. I mean, the one thing but, I liked about that, um, it was an intimate setting, and it was a controlled environment. So if I could, from a front office standpoint, I like controlled environments. Yeah. I know what's going down. And if, yeah. they, if they could figure out a way to look, maybe not $10. If you donate $5, what is it? Omaze does this all the time with celebrities. If you donate $5, you get put into the raffle, and they're going to take, every day they're going to take, I don't know, a hundred, maybe that hundred is an ambitious number, but fifty of those people, and you get, get you get your own tent, yeah, because yeah. there's the corporate sponsored tent, there's uh, the Eagles personnel tent, and then there's like the season ticket holder tent. Make another tent, bring fifty people in. I listen if you if it was five dollars, knowing what I know now, to go back to the Novacare complex, I would one hundred percent buy at least ten tickets for the opportunity to go see Eagles training camp at the Novacare complex, dude. It was phenomenal. Yeah, it was great. I had a great moment. It could have been the best moment of the whole day. Uh, it was like they were doing goal line. I'm like, you know, you know, they're doing that tall ball I've been talking about. Yeah, yeah. Here comes Wentz. I'm, I'm, I'm in the back of the end zone just lurking. Lurking. <laughs> That's what I'll be doing. Lurking. Yeah. Lurking as Gail often does. So I'm looking. The ball's coming right at me, bro. Like, Carson is Ooh, throwing the ball right at me. And it's – no one's catching it. This ain't invincible, dude. You ain't getting to try it. <laughs> no one's catching it. We've seen you run the 40. And, it, and, it's, and it's coming right at me. And this lady, it kicks the ball. What? She, she puts her, she put, whoa, whoa, whoa. She puts her foot up in the air mm-hmm. and kicks the ball out. And I'm like, she's like, I, sa- I saved you. I was like, thanks. I was, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was about to catch the ball. From Carson. From Carson. And a childhood dream. Yeah. Was about was was shattered. about to go down. Shattered, shattered in shattered. that in that moment. So now that we talked about the training camp the experience that we had on Thursday, what were your initial impressions about the open practice at Lincoln Financial Field? Uh, first of all, the atmosphere was great. I thought the the, the fans really showed out. I thought um, you know from just from the opening, mm-hmm. Deshaun Jackson was getting mad love. He got the mad most love, love yes. out of anyone who came out. Carson, Dougie P. Uh, but I, I thought a lot, a lot of guys, uh, you know, again, Miles Sanders, the one guy who stepped up, mm-hmm. showed off the jump cut that was. Yeah, what's your video got? How many views uh, so on we're, Twitter? We're close to 300,000 views. 300,000. Thank you, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley retweeted it. Retweeting it. Wow. It. wow. And then, uh, Miles Sanders retweeted it. But, uh, look at you, you know, little booby miles. What's yeah. this Saquon Barkley? Look at yeah, you, little girl. You know, people were just really, you could just see how many people were so hungry. For content, hungry to see what they've been hearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was it was great. It was great I, to see. I'm hungry to hear about more about these year two guys, man. Because when I when I take a step back and I look at training camp, I love finding out about all the guys that we drafted. But I'm also interested to see who we can salvage from previous drafts who really didn't show up in previous years. Like 
Right, is the Jordan Mailata thing officially done with now that we got Dillard on the team? Or, like, is, is, is that a forgotten about project at this point? Uh, yeah. Dallas Goddard, how's he looking? Is he showing up? Oh, yeah, he's definitely showing up. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah he, Doing he, well? He was making, he was making a lot of plays. Uh, as far as uh, Jordan Mailata, you know I was a big fan of the Thunder from Down Under. Yeah. Um, yeah. I Honestly, he's a roster bubble guy right now. Yeah. Like, ah. I... I I, I I feel I feel think like he's the, right I, cut? no 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 no, 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 no. no, no, no. Gail. I just don't think that, I mean they've invested a lot in him I think I don't think he's on the roster Bobo. I think yeah. I'm I'm rooting for him yeah and I, and I and I think he still needs to develop look like you said you don't de- you don't invest that kind of pick granted it was seventh round but on an international player and then keep him on the roster when he was a bubble roster guy last year yeah. and invest that type of time in him. Just to then kick him to the curb. Yeah, they still. Like, I would like to say, like, listen, you're only a couple injuries away from once again having depth problems along the offensive line. Having a guy, it all depends on preseason, man. Yeah, it depends on how he shows up during preseason. If his preseason this year was anything like the preseason last year, when really I opened my eyes and was like, dude, this guy's got an initial first step. His technique is good. His first footwork is good. It's easy to forget about that when you see Dillard show up, though, and he and he's polished. He is polished. <laughs> Somebody told me like if. Jason Peters was not here. Dillard is a day one starter. Yeah. No questions asked. Yeah. The thing about my, my, a lot of you know, Joe Osman, the guy who recently yeah. you know got injured, he was he was terrorizing Melada in really? camp. So you know he's had his moments where you know he, he's definitely flashed, but I think you have to really pump the brakes on what we think Melada okay. is at this moment. Okay. Yeah. You know, there's potential you could move him inside down the road. You you never know. Okay. And something you got to keep in mind about open practice, like, look, it, it is a, especially at Lincoln Financial Field, it is a glorified walkthrough. Mm-hmm. This is for the fans. This is, this is I don't want to call it a dog and pony show, but they're not showing anything. You're going to have your 11 on 11s. It's going to be plain Jane vanilla. You're going to have your, uh, you know, 7 on 7s. It's going to be plain Jane. You're going to have, you know, the one-on-one cornerback versus, cornerback versus uh, receiver, which was an interesting thing to look at because – I mean, Deshaun Jackson was calling his spots, man. I posted up a video of, of Carson Wentz throwing, and Deshaun Jackson was letting Rasul Douglas know exactly what was going to happen to him, and he couldn't stop. The mm. dude, after 15 yards, was absolutely gone. And one, one of my followers did observe and did comment underneath it, like, yo, Deshaun, like, Wentz has got to stop under-throwing Deshaun Jackson, but this is what training camp and the preseason are all about. You're going to throw a ball differently to Deshaun Jackson than you are Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon's a 50-50 guy. you got to trust him to go up and get the ball. Deshaun, Carson Wentz, I guarantee you, every time he throws the ball to Deshaun Jackson, he's going to feel like he's overthrowing the ball. Yeah. But, but th- that's the trust and the chemistry that you start building with these receivers. I mean, this is what camp is for. Mm-hmm. You know, this is where you, you know, can throw some balls where you it might, you know, like you can test it, test it out. I mean, it's, it's training camp, but on that play, you know, he's – Deshaun Jackson still came down with the ball on that, uh, a great play, and, uh, and burnt Sydney on an out route too, just really? perfect form. And and Carson Wentz did speak to it uh, a little bit, talking about like, yo, he still got the speed, he's still made, but but he's underrated as a route runner. He he did an out route and turned Sydney Jones completely around. As much as I, we were sitting here raving about twenty two, yeah, uh, number ten made him look foolish. Number ten made him look absolutely foolish. He still got those jets, man. 
Absolutely, and I sincerely hope in the future they certainly do revisit this uh, particular issue and and try to open it up to more fans. Uh, let me play devil's advocate here, because okay. you, you touched on a point, and now I've, now I feel like I, I have a point here. Fire so, away. So you said that you said that the uh, the open practice is nothing more really than a dog and pony show walkthrough for the fans, right? Yeah. So if that's the case, that's if we were to have more of those, that would be more dog and uh, dog and pony shows than practices, and you're not getting as many good full effort practices at as like say the Redskins who are having 22 open practices you 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 touched on it you touched on it one of the reasons because I had to ask while I was there Thursday I had to ask like mm-hmm. yo what's the deal why tell me why you know where I Meaningful stand full practices you know where I stand mm-hmm. you know where I stand so I'm not going to tell you the reasons why you should tell me the reasons why you did all right and one of them was it cost the Eagles x amount of dollars between parking attendance and game day staff and everything like this, it cost them a certain amount of money to put forth an tra- open training camp for the fans, right? So already you're kind of taking a loss on that. Not that money's the big issue, but you just touched on it. It's a glorified walkthrough. They're not really practicing, practicing right. out there. Not the way that we saw on Thursday. Because once you see Thursday, once you're at the NovaCare complex and then you see the open practice, you're like, oh, this is a completely different animal. Mm-hmm. So if you had more of those, in essence, let's say you had the five open practices that once upon a time the Eagles did, that's five practices that really are not at full speed. You're not, you're not, you're not at full speed. Right. So that, w- that was absolutely one of the reasons. That was absolutely one of the reasons. Uh, I, I hope they revisit it, find ways to bring more Eagles fans to NovaCare complex, but that... You know, that's yet to be seen. We'll see, we'll see what happens there. So looking forward to the preseason game that we are less than 48 hours away from seeing. Gail, give me some things that you're going to be watching for or looking for specifically with some players. Uh, definitely definitely Miles Sanders, uh, how he's used and how, how he's utilized. I think obviously a lot of people are concerned about, you know, is Carson Wentz going to play? Mm-hmm. You know, Carson Wentz actually said he doesn't really need the preseason to get where he needs to be. I feel like Carson Wentz... Um, maybe one series would be nice to watch. I'd like to see uh, how the offense operates, um, you know, with all the weapons in place. I mean, Alshon, Jeffrey, uh, mm-hmm. the two tight end sets we've been talking about, Djax. I think it'd be, you know, phenomenal to see a first drive of the season. Yeah, start off with, with a bang. You know what? You know, what I'm really feeling is going to happen. It's going it's to be reminiscent of that uh, 10 for 10 preseason game that Sam Bradford had, and it's, it's going to ignite the entire city. I feel like Carson Wentz is going to come out on fire, connect, fire on all cylinders, and then everybody's just going to be frothing at the mouth after his one, his one series, just talking about how, how good the offense looks. One, one thing I'm going to be looking at, of course, is Andre Dillard and his progression in you know, replacing Jason Peters, mm-hmm. right? And eventually that's going to happen. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him with a couple of, uh, you know, against not just the guys he sees every day in practice. Because, that, you know, you, you get used to those moves. You yeah. get used to seeing those guys. They, they almost become predictable. They almost become predictable. You know what guy's lining up on the end. What is their tendencies, their yeah. tendencies, how yeah. they anticipate a snap count, all of that stuff right there. Um, I'm going to be curious to see how he matches up against the opposing defensive ends. Uh, Nate Gary. Looking good? I, I, I got to see him. Okay. I got to see him. You got Camus completely going down uh, with that uh, grade three MCL tear. Uh, Bradham's still dealing with that right foot oh, thing. It's the uh, toe. Actually, toe. It, 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 yeah. is, it is a toe. 
now all of a sudden you find yourself really, really thin at linebacker. Mm -hmm. And that was something that, you know, we were saying earlier in other in, – in, 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 previous episodes that look if there's one weakness on this team it's going to be defensive end and linebacker and now all of a sudden one of the darlings of training camp has gone down we need to see if this you know if Nate can step up and fill that role he does have some experience I'm not saying he can't but it's a real weird sort of what Camus was last year or maybe the year before where he's kind of like a tweener right yeah he's not exactly he, he he's not safe. he's too big to be a safety, but he's a little small for a linebacker. So how does he fit into that role? That's gonna that's gonna be yeah. a big I mean, thing. To I see. mean, he did get some snaps last year, starting snaps last year. I think you know the the thing they like about him is they know that he knows the playbook. They, he, he can step in and do the job. You know how effectively? That's the one thing. You know, is he gonna get tested in the run game because he he's a little light? Um, he's no he's no Zach Brown. Uh, a guy who would like like to see what he brings to the table. Zach Brown is a big dude, man. Yeah, That's how one, is he looking at the, the, at the training that, camp? And the, he looks like a defensive end. But the thing about Zach Brown, I, I feel like, you know, the thing I was hearing is that Zach Brown hasn't showed anything, really, in camp. But, yeah, I, I think when you're a veteran guy. There's some guys that just turn it on and when and they and got and you. And, and, mm -hmm. that, and that's what I'm hoping, dude. Because I, I, I said that Zach Brown was going to be the most underrated signing of the Eagles offseason. I thought he was going to be very productive. I got to camp and then started asking around about Zach Brown, and the two words that kept popping up were... You mean the band? No. <laughs> no, this isn't chicken fried. The two words that kept popping up were lazy and uninterested. That are Lazy? not adjectives you want to hear. No, that is not. Now, granted, some guys, when they're in their 10th training camp, look, they've been through this thing. They're not a big fan of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, ugh. I'm sure if you asked, you know, Jason Peters, hey, are you a big fan of training camp? He'd tell me to go fly a kite. There's some veterans out there that just, like, look, they're over it. And then all of a sudden when the season starts, they start playing like they're capable of playing. We're talking about a pro former pro bowler here. Yeah. And I'm real excited to see him on the field. I hope he shows something out on the first preseason game. But, again, the two words that I was hearing about Zach Brown, who I was up here puffing my chest out about mm -hmm. as the best uh, or the most underrated signing of the offseason, uh, lazy and uninterested. Well, they call him the big tank. Um, but I, I think he's going to show – I definitely I think he's going to show up against uh, uh, the run. I think he's the kind of guy that, like – uh, he's a, a solid tackler. Mm -hmm. You know, that guy, if you if you go back to watch the Eagles-Redskins game, um, he was dominating. Like, he was making tackles, breaking through the line. He's, some some players just do that. They turn it on when they got to. Yeah, but you got to take this time to get up to game speed. You don't, like, I understand what you're saying, that, like, when you're a veteran, you put time in the league, you know what is expected of you, you know what you have to do to get – um, prepared for the season, but like there is like you there you do have to put in that work. I feel like I, I don't I don't but feel it, like it's like you just show up week one and you're ready to go. But I mean, you, you got it, you got it. I guess like but a guy like Jason Peters, he, I he looks. I feel like at, you can lose it if you're being lazy. <laughs> young pups, he's like, okay, bro, you're not taking my position. I don't care what you do, bro. Yeah. You're not taking my position. There's players like that just show up and it's their position when they want it. This preseason, I mean, we're gonna have to see everything. A lot of things from every linebacker. I mean, yeah. even L.J. Ford. Like, what's what, yeah. what's this kid about? Can 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 he step into a starting role? I think he's got opportunity. I mean, when you talk to other fans of the, like the Steelers, where he came from, they are a lot of a lot of people are eye on him. Mm. So I think he's got that opportunity. You know, Paul Warrior was uh, it's worry high because he came back from the ACL and his 
knee, I don't know if it's right yet. You know, he, he came back and now he's been off a couple practices. Next thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pay very close attention to during Thursday night's preseason game is the third quarterback position. Because Clayton, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, did you see anything from Clayton? Better yet, have you heard anything about Clayton that is any way, shape, or form like positive for a guy they spent <coughs> a fifth-round pick on? I know today he had a, a pretty decent practice, had a, a, a wow throw that you know made a lot of people, a lot of beat writers just like, well, okay, this is okay. You've seen some accuracy. Oh, yeah. One thing I talked about on the draft show when Clayton Thorson was uh, selected, I was, was kind of – Perplexed by the the pick, it felt like a, a forced pick. Yeah. Um. You know, he had trouble dealing with accuracy, um, in, in college. He did. He's rebounding from ACL, so you know these things can throw your accuracy off. Uh. But, you know, I'd like to see more out of him. Yeah. I mean, you're starting to make question some things. Oh, a fifth round pick, like. When they drafted him, not that I knew a lot about this guy or his ability on the field, but if you think about it from a depth perspective. Like, Nate's your backup. So that means you've got Clayton now, who you've invested, again, a fifth-round pick into. Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's not anything to sneeze at. Yeah. So where exactly does he – are you keeping three QBs? Okay, you're, oh, oh, so you're going to keep three yeah. QBs. What position are you going to take a, a roster spot away from? Oh, maybe you keep two QBs. And then you put him on the practice squad. Well, if you're that high on the guy, there must have been somebody else on the, that, high on the gr- that high on the guy. And now all of a sudden you got a Nate, Phil, Nate Sudfeld situation on your hands where you put him on the practice squad, leave him exposed, and then he gets plucked. Yeah, they, they, they won't yeah. put him on the practice squad. I think he's... Unless it was a Marcus Smith situation I mean, it's, it's still where nobody was really unless, unless you're willing to admit that you made a mistake and just cut the guy outright. Yeah. He gets cut outright, you know, that's it doesn't look good for... It well, doesn't look good, but yeah, I'd rather they, they just say Mia Copa and admit the yeah, mistake still, and just move I, on. I, I think he's still early. What one? Uh, he's, learning, well, he's still learning the offense. One annual Jimmy Kemsky article that he puts out is uh, the stock up and stock down of uh, who what players have been improving and um, you know not doing well this year. Can you guess the three players that? And this includes rookies this year mm. uh, who top the stock down Clay list. Thorson. Number one. Uh, I did read this Sharif article. Miller? Huh? Sharif Miller. He is on the list. He's not number two. He was on the list twice. He was on the list for he stock was. up, he was stock down. Correct. That was the only a, one. I did read this Ke- Jimmy yep. Kemsky article and, 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 go, and go to the Philly Voice because it, mm-hmm. is, it is worth a read. Basically, he pulled like 30 of his peers. Now, the training camp, you know, they're, they're well into it. Yeah, of, of all the guys the that are there every day. Yeah, and watching yeah. and watching practice. And, and basically, you got votes. So stock down, I know Clayton was on there. He, was, he had nine votes. Number I, two, I, I know, the guy we were just talking about. I know um, J- J- uh, Jordan Mulata. Correct. Jordan Mulata was on Stock Down. Stock Down. And then I know the J- hero, the bike boy. Yeah, Mac Collins. Mac, Mac Collins. Collins was way down. But it's hard to make the club in the tub, dude. You can't keep getting hurt. Yeah. Especially when you got, like you that. know, uh, Mac Collins 2.0 and JJ, who, by the way, also made the Stock Down list. Arcega Whiteside? Yeah, JJ was on the stock down list. That's, that's not how people have been talking about him, but I mean, he, he, he that's... moments. He had a, a breakaway touchdown, like a ball got tipped. And he yeah, to the house, but it was more like fluky. How, how's the speed look? I mean, he's a, I believe four four nine guy. Okay, but I, I think you know, it's his first season of receiver. Yeah, I think it's, it's all about you know he's got to learn the playbook where you know how to, how how does he fit in this offense He is also going up against a very competitive uh cornerback yeah. um group right now. But I'm I'm looking at him down by the goal lines. That's where I think he's going to win. I think he's going to do some things th- during the preseason. Okay. Um but you know there's a there's a guy that 
Carlton Agadosi. You just took it. Guy from Rutgers. Took it. Uh, you know, he's been like a journeyman. Has spent some time with the Arizona Cardinals. Guess who he got to, you know, learn some, uh, you know, from the, the greatest Larry, uh, Larry, Fitz? Larry Fitzgerald. No way. Uh, so this guy's, you know, at Rutgers, he didn't have the best quarterback throwing to him. If you go back and look at some uh, I was watching him against Penn State today. Quarterback was super erratic, but this guy's got size, 6'6", six, six, uh, runs in the four fives. But he he showed up at camp. I, I saw, like, four touchdowns in the down by yeah. the goal line. Yeah. He All showed right. up. And, 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 and that's something. He caught one right in the corner of the end zone where I was standing. Yeah. And tippy-toe, like, toe-dragged. He was out showing Alshon Jeffrey. What? <laughs> he was showing up Alshon Jeffrey with some of these catches, especially, like, out the back of the end zone and keeping both feet in, inside. And all I kept saying was, who the hell is 14? Yeah. Who, I, I, who did it? We Carlton got someone else wearing 14 Agudosi? Is that him? Carlton Agudosi. Listen, he's going to be an interesting person to watch in preseason because he could be not, not – I don't want to bring up Paul Turner's name because he was a short guy. But this guy's got the size. He's got the hands. And even though the Eagles' ride receiving core is kind of crowded right now, yeah. I mean, if you look at it, it's Deshaun. It's Alshon. It's Nelly. It's JJ. But he could steal a spot from like a Greg Ward. He could steal a spot. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. He Greg, might not make the final roster, but that's practice squad material for sure. But you know, speaking of Greg Ward, Greg Ward has showed out. A guy who's has he? continuously gotten props from Doug Peterson, uh, all over, all across the board from all the coaches. He's a guy that plays a slot, can play outside. Uh, he's been in the system for like, you know. It's just like his third year, hmm. and he's been continuously making plays. So I feel like if they believe Greg Ward is an, an option, uh, I think if he's your back at, uh, back end roster guy, maybe because Shelton Gibson, who also just got hurt, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. You know, I think he's not done or anything, but I think Shelton Gibson, you know, he they've been waiting for Shelton Gibson to, to flash at least. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't. It's, it's, it's been a while. Yeah. Last guy I'm going to be uh, looking very hard at during Thursday's preseason game is uh, a very new addition to the Philadelphia Eagles roster. That's Jonathan Cyprian. Now, I can't tell you that I've broken down all the tape or watched Jaguars games or Tennessee Titan games and tried to really, you know, g- get a good feel for what this guy is all about. What I do remember when he was the 33rd pick in the 2013 mm-hmm. draft that a lot of Eagles fans were heartbroken that they didn't go ahead and draft this kid. Mm-hmm. They were very high. He came very highly rated out of college. What can you tell me about Cyprian? Well, I think, you know, the, the hybrid ability to play uh, in the box safety and potentially a linebacker. You know, you look at uh, what Jim Schwartz likes to do with his back-end players on the, in the secondary. Guys can play multiple positions. You're looking at a guy who had the whole year off. I believe it was the ACL. Yeah, it was, it was an ACL last year. He got a big contract from the Titans. Yeah, and he missed you know? time the year before with injury, you too. Know, so I think looking at how much they pay him and with 70 career starts under his belt, you're not, you're not looking at, you know, you, that, kind of, that signing kind of makes you think about what Trey Sullivan brings to the table, mm. uh, the back-end roster guys, where it can be interchangeable. Like where, you know, this guy, he's, got the, he's been there, done that. You, you're just hoping he's healthy. I feel the same way about it that I felt about kind of uh, when Darren Sproles was signed. Like, the best thing you can do at this point in the season is fill in the back end of your roster with with veteran talent on cheap deals that's low risk, high reward, 
and guys that you're trying to beat, like hopefully they, they nail the next Patrick Robinson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they nail a guy on the cheap, one-year deal that completely outperforms his contract. Yeah, and that, the, that's what required of a Super Bowl run, honestly. Yeah. That's, that's what mm-hmm. made it happen. And at the end of the day, you want quality talent that's coming in here pushing your young guys. If, if these guys are pushing these guys out of the, out of the way and making them afterthoughts, mm-hmm. it's, it's, that's what you want you mm-hmm. know, at the end of the day. Another guy, Josh Wett. Yeah. Been doing I, well. I, I yoked, see, did I say that properly? Yoked up? I want to see something from Josh Wett. It, it's time. And I think it's time for him to, you know, showcase his abilities. He's been getting a lot of pull from a lot of people. Everyone's expecting big things from him. Oh, absolutely. Very nice. Um, last thing before we, we go ahead and go to the Twitter questions, we, of course, want you to rate, subscribe, mm-hmm. and make sure you review on iTunes there. Do not forget about uh, the Green Legion trips, man. I can't wait mm-hmm. for this. We're partnering up with the Green Legion. We will be uh, up north in Buffalo. We will be down south week two against the Atlanta Hot Falcons. Atlanta. So once again, if you want to come travel with the Green Legion and 4th and John and come party up with us, once again, at checkout, make sure you use the promo code JOHN. All right? That'll put us uh, in the same section, mm-hmm. and you'll come come party with us. Twitter questions. We got anything? I got a question uh, right off the bat here. I got, I got to ask about the infamous uh, Rita's Water Ice. How was that? Oh, it was delicious. I got, I got was some, it good? What was the flavors going on there? I got some on scoop there? on that. Oh, you got some scoop? You got some scoop. You got some scoop on the scoop? Go ahead. All right, all right, all right. It is pear and apple. Pear and apple? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It sounds like a kind of gross combination. No, but it, it tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is really good. The, the one thing that made me a little curious about it is how does it take Nike two or three years to nail down Eagles Green for the uniforms? <laughs> but Rita's Italian water ice can nail it on the first shot. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty spot on. I mean, that was, was midnight green. But then it, yeah. it, it, it leaves your tongue midnight green. Oh. My brother, two grown men sitting here eating Rita's like, Hey, man, your tongue is midnight green. Thanks, bro. We're ready for the season. Please read the Twitter questions. Please read the Twitter questions. Okay, uh, Philly Cheese Eagle wants to know how, uh, how little Mighty Mouse is looking out there. Looks good, man. Looking looks, good? Lo- looks Dennis fast. Rose? Yo, yeah. He, he was breaking through some, some line. Dude, it looks like he hasn't lost a step. And again, he's a specialty weapon. He's going to play a very limited role, but a very effective role in this offense. Mm-hmm. He's going to give Carson another outlet, another weapon, another big threat ability. Because once he catches that ball, if he's in space, like, dude's still got the speed. Yeah. He's still got the speed. In that open practice, I saw him down on the goal line. He caught a, a, like a little slant route from Wentz for a touchdown. Showed up. He did the same thing in the open practice. And then had a, that, the, the toss right for a touchdown. Down by the goal line, the thing I was talking about, Darren Sproles with these other guys, you can't see them. Uh, it's endless opportunities for all the weapons. And, and, it, and it does, it does uh, bring up another point that I, that I did, get a little tidbit that I got in training camp, because I was asking about the running backs. Like, okay, how many are they keeping? Are they keeping four? Mm-hmm. Are they keeping five? And the individual turned to me and looked, and he said, it depends on how many tight ends they want to keep. And I looked, I said, tight ends? Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You got, you got Ertz, one of the best tight ends, if not the best tight end in the league. You got Dallas, who's up and coming and is going to be a threat. A rising star. You, you got Richard Rodgers. Why would you keep a fourth? Why would you keep a fourth tight end? That doesn't well, uh, make any. That doesn't make any sense to me. And then he said, "Did you know?" And this is coming from a guy from the Eagles. Did you know that the Eagles ran the most twelve personnel in the league? Yep. And I kind of gave him the old blank stare, <laughs> like the. Yeah. What, 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 what's that? What? What? Twelve personnel? The most? He goes, "Yeah, absolutely." And if you want to, you want to make sure you have enough guys to continue to run twelve personnel. So if one guy goes down, if t- you need to have enough, 
And then it got me to thinking, like, okay, now I need to start watching these tight ends because if they so choose to keep – the tight end never even crossed my mind yeah. as to taking up a roster spot that might take away from the running backs or the defensive backs or the receivers. So that's something else to look at during the preseason you know, game, when, the tight ends. When people are talking about five wide receivers, you know, six wide receivers, mm-hmm. then you look at the back end of the tight end group. You know, you got Josh Perkins who can be a hybrid type. Like, if you look at the, the Bucks game last year, who was getting those wide receiver reps? It was J- Josh Perkins. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, you want to put him at the wide receiver spot, the, you know, like hybrid type, you know, the, he can play that number six guy and play the number four tight end. Okay. okay. Twitter questions. What you got? Okay. Uh, Feathered Kev wants to know, health aside, is Darby a definite lock to start at cornerback, uh, even if Rasul, Maddox, and Jones continue to impress? I think Darby's a lock if he's healthy. I think Darby's a lock if he's healthy. I think Sydney's the other side. Yeah. Waiting for Jalen. You know, the one thing about Jalen, the, the one thing that kept popping up at, at practice, he was – he looked – How's his finger he looking? He looked deflated. Ready to wag? Really? He looked, like, super hungry, but, like, you, if you've ever been hurt playing football and you can't play with your team, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lonely, sad, lonely place, and I could just see it in his face. Watching the other DBs, like, celebrating and him off to the side doing nothing, like, he's got to be hungry right now. The Spidey sense was tingling. Mm. Yeah. Your Spidey sense look, was tingling I'm, I'm like on, 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 a, on another player. Yo, your Spidey sense was tingling on another player, too, as well. Who's this? One wide receiver. Which one? Alshon. Ooh, yes. Yeah. T- 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 <laughs> you were telling us <laughs> all yeah, t- you Explain. Elaborate for the people that don't. I don't want to put this on blast, but I'm looking at. Put it out there. Alshon, look at DJX, get mad love. You know, they had their little breakdown that came out. But mm-hmm. Alshon's not a like, look-at-me type guy, but, you know, Al, we, we love Alshon. Mm-hmm. But now the the prodigal son has returned. Yeah. Alshon's all of a sudden the redheaded stepchild? I, I don't know. You know, <laughs> I, I think, I think he's say, I, he, did, he doesn't want to say it. Yeah. He doesn't want to say no, it. But I, his fighting sense was taken. I, just, I just feel like, you know, wide receivers have a certain persona. They like the att- – they sort of like the attention. And they like, you know, it just it was – Djax got mad love. The crowd yeah, was dude. going crowd insane. was all Djax mm-hmm. stuff. Man. So you know, we'll see. What else we got? I got one more because you guys touched on a lot of the uh, a lot of the points. These uh, the questions these people are asking. Uh, Jay Centifanti wants to know: uh, Would the Eagles use more of a four-two-five defense to cover the linebacker depth or lack thereof? Should I say? They're they're kind of. I'm, I'm I'm assuming that's like a dime. Yeah, dime package. Yeah, the big nickel, the the big yeah. dime. I, I think. With the players they have on this team, I, we don't you go. Should, do we see? We, do we continue to see Malcolm drop down a lot more? He could. I mean, yeah. you don't, but now, but now that Cyprian or or Nate or something, that's going to give you the ability. A lot of these guys are hybrid to the point where you don't have to rely so heavily on Malcolm. You're not going to mm-hmm. this year. The way they played Malcolm, the way they played with banged up secondary last year. Sure, they can drop him down the linebacker, but what I would like to see as Malcolm being so, excelling so much in coverage which is rare for a safety. Cyprian can't cover. Yeah. It, that, that was the one knock on him. He was in the box safety. That doesn't sound anything like the Eagles would be interested in. Well, right. Maybe if Cyprian's in the box and Malcolm Jenkins That's can stay I'm back. You know? That's what I'm saying. You can play deep. So I'd like to see like one of these guys just kind of free up Malcolm to allow him to do his thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I like it. Fair enough. Any final thoughts, Gail? I'm excited, man. Uh, we're finally going to see some real action. Uh, I think it's all about the young guys. I could, I could really care less if the starters get a lot of burn. Maybe one, one series is fine with me. 
you know, give Alshon some love, give him some shine, let him score a touchdown, get him back in action. Final thoughts, Evan. I got to be honest, I'm feeling pretty hot and bothered about the whole tackle situation, boys. We've got our quarterback and both of our tackles set for the next eight, however many years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an exciting thing to think about. I'm looking forward to it, man. Final thoughts for me. Preseason. I know it's like revving up the hot take machine. It's getting, it's turning the keys on and pressing the gas and warming up the car that is the hot take machine. Look, it's not important that they look great. They have to look good. It's important that they don't look bad. Because last year during the preseason, they looked absolutely dreadful. And while optimists like me sat here and said, oh, it's a preseason. Don't worry about it. In the back of Everything's your head. Everything's going okay. In the back of my head, I was going, oh, no. <laughs> this is not going well. Yeah. So it's, they don't have to look great in preseason. It's important that they look good. It's, imp- it's, su- it's of the utmost importance that they don't look bad. But I'm looking forward to getting back to it, guys. Yep. Yeah. And as we always close it out, let's give it the old E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.